Hey ladies, this is Underwired. Welcome to the show designed to uplift and support women all over the world. Hey, hey, I'm Lindsay. They call me the kindest kahuna and the imaginal connector. I love puppies, travel, great coffee, and all of you out there who love humanity. I'm Betsy Wiersma, a serial entrepreneur and lover of doing good and having fun. My passion is connecting hearts and souls with art, ideas, and adventures. Hey, I'm Shay Sparks. As an energetic catalyst and fearless communicator, I love to have great conversations with amazing people. And I'm Sunny, mom of four, here to shed light on what really matters. Together, we're underwired. And now for the show. Hey, we're hey. back, everybody. Such an exciting time. Oh, nice. Nice. He's <laughs> now matching her emojis. Yes. <laughs> I had to. I think that's awesome. Well, you know, and what's fun is that laughter is a really good healer, which is the topic for mm. today. Our topic, friends, is healing. And whatever you may think about that topic, we can literally heal anything if we want mm. to, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a yep. choice. It's around things that um, there's so much, there's so much that we're going to unpack in this particular show, but we can have physical healing, emotional healing, mental healing, spiritual healing, sexual healing, so many different types of healing. I know. Now everyone's going to be saying sexual healing. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) You know, I'm just really quick, quickly, just to introduce the topic. I want to go around and just ask, have you been able to heal yourself in some way? Uh, Sunny, how about you? Can you detail, but yes, hundred percent. And my kids, I worked them into the mix too. Awesome. Yep. Shay, how about you? I know you're a healer. Oh yeah, for sure. And myself, but also my family as well. That's mm-hmm. so cool. I love it. Bets, how about you? You're for I'm sure surrounded here. by professionals. I'm an amateur, but uh, that's why I have the A word. Well, today, my friends, we do want to talk about healing and I get the B segment to kick us off. Woo! I'm so excited. <laughs> Our B word today is belief. And there's a fabulous book that I read in the late 90s that was written by Bruce Lipton, and he studied the biology of belief. And what literally he proved through his scientific studies is that when you believe something strongly enough, you can actually change the way your biology responds to it. So it's kind of like saying, if you believe it's going to happen, it's going to happen that way. And I noticed sometimes in my own life, that I have negative thoughts or ideas about something. And I think, for example, just to put it in this way, there were many years that I said, I just can't lose weight. And I would say that and say it and say it. And I'm going, well, now hold on. What's my real belief about that? And it was in that questioning around my own beliefs that I was honestly able to shift so many things that allowed me to lose weight. And I love this example for myself, but I want to just kind of dive into some of the things that maybe you've healed in yourself and what was the belief that you discovered was underneath it that you had to shift or change (laughs) or adjust? Because I'll tell you, that was one of the biggest light bulb moments for me was being able to know that I was in control of that belief. And so I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that when we go around, but who'd like to go first? I'm going to let you start. 
I can I'll go. go first. Okay. okay, Shay. I'm picking Shay. Shay. <laughs> Shay you're going to go first uh, and I'll so, be the second first. I'll be the I'll second first. first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and Sunny's third so, first. Okay, go Shay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I first of all, this topic is so like in-depth and we could probably have five more shows just on healing. Um, but for me, because I was in an abusive relationship, at one point, I believed that uh, this was it. There was nothing better. There was nothing outside of that. And that he was just, I was just waiting for him to kill me. Uh, and it, it really, I didn't see any other options. I didn't see I had a choice. And I literally was believing this is it. And I read an article in a magazine and the article was only like maybe two paragraphs and it was about setting affirmations. Mm -hmm. And instead of setting goals and saying, I want to be blank, they said, use the affirmation way of saying, I am blank as if it already happened. And I came up with a list. I mean, for the first time in, I think, my life, I started to dream of things that were so much bigger than me, so much out of my box thinking, so many things that I could never in a million years ever thought I was even good enough because, yeah, I had that belief as well. And I even got some, you know, agreement with me with Desi there that he was agreeing with me. Um, But what happened was, is that once I started to write those affirmations, I then started to rewrite them. Like it was my assignment to write them a hundred times, like every day, like I will not throw spit wads at the teacher. Yeah. That kind of thing. (laughs) Like I started to write that over and over again. And what ended up happening is my mind started to, like you said, uh, Lindsay started to believe it. And so, yeah, this for me is just absolutely huge is the belief component and affirmations is what really helped me with that. That is so awesome, Shay. And it's so true. I, I have an expression that I like to use and what you, the way that affirmation word works is feel your way forward, feel mm. into the what you want it to be. And that feeling can pull you literally into a state of being and a state of mind that gets you there. That's what affirmations do. They literally are shifting how you feel about the circumstance. So I love, love, love that. Betsy, second first, go. (laughs) Well, uh, a Betsy t-shirt past the I like nature, don't get it on me, which is the number one selling Betsy (laughs) t-shirt. But the second number one selling Betsy t-shirt is everything you know for sure, you're right. Mm. everything yes. you know for mm. sure you're right and I teach that in all my workshops I've talked about it for a long time in the context of creativity if you say I can't be creative you're blocking the ability to be creative because everything you know for sure you're right so the way I translate that into my own life is um on my god channel that I really go to a much higher power than me Um, not with a brand preference. I say I have no brand preference for my God, so I don't believe there's one way, but I believe that a huge God serves all of us and there's many, many different ways to get to your source. So um, since everything you know for sure, you're right. What I know for sure is that everything is on purpose and that the hardship, Shay, that you went through have made you an advocate and a healer for so many who come before you and God puts in your path and that every single thing that we experience, my two hip replacements, you know, I basically had a recall on a hip, which works Mm -hmm. on a tire, but it's really bad when it's a body part. 
So yeah. a recall of your body part because of blood poisoning and tumors <gasps> and uh, yeah, mm. from chromium and metal in the hip um, really, really showed me again how um, precious every moment of life is, but also told me everything was on purpose. And so I didn't die of having the bad hip. I got the replacement hip. I walked better the second time, you know, every single thing. Mm. And I'm a great servant for people that do have mobility issues and do, um, you know, can't wear fancy shoes. I'm the advocate for orthopedic shoes. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> so I'm doing my big thick classes in my orthopedic shoes. I'm, I'm modifying. So, uh, yeah, everything, you know, for sure you're right. You're right. I love that, Betsy, because, you know, it's so true that we get a little bit stuck sometimes in our beliefs and perhaps they're the wrong ones to propel us forward. Right. And especially when it comes to healing, I would recommend finding that underpinning of a belief that's uh, getting in the way of things healing you. I love that that story. That's really good. Thank you for that. Sunny. And you. yeah, yeah. So mine is more of an emotional mental state that I found my myself in a couple years ago. And that was I was kind of having a little pity party for myself because I, I always felt my entire life that I had a, a set of gifts or skills that I really wanted to express. I've always been a, a, a big advocate of God gave you this, use it. Right. And I had gotten out of the news business and um, had I stayed on that trajectory, I probably would have been in, you know, a really big market, you know, doing that kind of thing. And here I am podcasting in my garage, you know, I'm taking care of my kids. It's not the most glamorous thing. And I let kind of the system, so to speak, kind of get me down. Like I'm, mm. I felt like I'm a good person and I've got this skill set mm. and nothing is happening. And I started to pray about it and just be like, Hey God, you gave me this skill set. I feel like I'm supposed to be using it, but what do I do now? Long story short, that actually ended up me finding UNN right. and now look at me doing the news again and all this stuff. But I had to break out of that, you know, pity party mode, right? Mm -hmm. Of this is just how it is, Sunny. You missed your shot. You know, you 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 got out of news because it didn't feel right, but maybe you shouldn't have because now you'd be making hundreds of thousands of dollars and big cities and traveling and doing all this kind of stuff. But, you know, I kind of stuck to my guns on that. But once I was able to be like, no, 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 this is a system and you're not supposed to feel comfortable with this system. This is a matrix. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it was God did not design it for you to live in this matrix. Right. Yeah. And I think my mm -hmm. soul realized that don't be part of this because this isn't real. This isn't real. And when I was able mentally to be able to break outside of that and go, no, there's something better out there. And the reason I am the way I am is because I'm meant for that other world. I'm not meant to stay here in all of this. Amen. Right? Yeah, so man. you had to break yeah. out of it and, and heal Woo. and heal that way. Woo. That's absolutely Woo. awesome. I love that. And I want to just tag on to that a little bit, that one of the beliefs that we generally get when we're younger, like say pre-25 years old, is a belief about our identity of who we mm -hmm. are. And yeah. in my coaching world, I would spend a fair amount of time working with people to break free of an identity that they made themselves into by the time they were 40 and they were like, but it doesn't feel like me and I don't belong here. And what is going on? And it's that whole letting go, the surrendering to who you are, as opposed to hanging on to the belief about what 
you are supposed to do that is a really critical path in healing ourselves, both emotionally and physically. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Thank you, ladies. And I'm just delighted <laughs> to, you know, experience healing with all of you through all the joy and laughter that we also create because it <laughs> truly does just make my soul on fire. And I just, I feel so great with that. So with that in mind, I'm going to hand it right on over to Miss Sunny, who's got our R segment for this healing episode. Here we go. All right, ladies. So R today stands for remote. And I'm not talking about the little thing that you use to change your TV and stuff. Those are great. <laughs> and I'm not talking about Reiki either, because like, oh, Reiki would have been a really good R word, but I don't know a thing about Reiki. So sorry, all the Reiki <laughs> masters out there, you have to take your course. So no, we're going to talk about remote. And what I mean by that is being able to heal or help heal someone else when you're not in the same room. Now, um, I grew up in the church, okay? And you know, I have had a very interesting kind of spiritual journey. And the older I got, the more I tapped into, you know, the more energetic, you know, spiritual side of my faith, okay? And there, you know, when I when I was really kind of active in my church, I joined the prayer team and I was praying for other people be with the intent mm -hmm. of healing them. Mm -hmm. because we would get all these prayer requests in and we had all this, you know, as part of a prayer team. So we all had our little cards and stuff and we go through and I didn't know who any of these people were. Right. But they would be very, you know, honest on these cards about things that they were struggling with. And so I would put my hand over the card, you know, and even then, even though I wasn't really connecting it to energy, I just knew, you know, that and just thinking about them and, and visualizing them and their experience and what they were going through, I knew that I could send healing um, through whatever, <laughs> through the mm -hmm. card. I don't know. They touched the card at one point um, mm -hmm. and, and be able to help them. And then we would do a lot of laying hands on people, right? And there is that, there's that energy that happens like when you hold someone's hand, mm -hmm. you give someone a hug. This is why hugs are so amazing, you guys. It's yeah. an exchange of energy, as long as it's good energy. You don't want the bad energy hugs. But right. that's why doing that kind of stuff is really great. So you know, kind of flipping this, that's all, you know, you got to be right there to do the, the touchy stuff, right? And I think it's hard for us sometimes to think about doing something remotely because our little 3D brains are thinking, <laughs> how is that even possible? Even in our hearts and our souls, if we know that time and space are basically an illusion, right? Um, that, that that can be bent. You could be, you know, on the other side of the world. If you knew the right frequency and you had the right, you know, either you could do it through your body or you could do it through another device, you could be there instantaneously, right? So all that kind of stuff is, is an illusion. So why is it so difficult for us to think about healing on a remote level? Um, because it can be done, you know? And I think we're going to start to see more and more of this type of energy work happening. I think it's going to happen through phone calls. I think it's going to happen through webinars that people do. Um, so you don't have to be right there in the room. And I was looking for some stories online to kind of inspire us to kind of, again, think outside the box. We talk about outside the box. Think outside of physically touching and do all that kind of stuff, even though that's incredible. Our bodies were built to do even more incredible things. And I found this quick little story online that I wanted to share with you guys. So this was a case study at a university. 
And I wish this got more exposure because it's pretty incredible. But cancer was actually stopped from 3,000 miles away. So let me explain how this worked. Mm -hmm. This is at Penn State University. So if you guys don't know, that's in Pennsylvania in the United States. And this was with a guy, I'm probably going to butcher his name, um, Jijing Li is how I'm going to pronounce it. But he is a meditation and healing practitioner of Chinese medicine. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so this was an experiment that they did. And he was asked, he was in California at the time, and he was asked to send healing energy from his location in California with the intent to kill cancer cells that were growing mm. at Penn State and a little Petri dish. Wow. So he did whatever he does, and it actually didn't go into a lot of detail. I'm sure there was meditation, you know, when, you know, meditation and healing kind of, you know, they go hand in hand. And mm -hmm. so long story short, he was able to do it. All the cancer cells died. So he set his intention wow. and meditated and did all the, I, I wish these kind of, these kind of stories have happened throughout the ages. Okay. Mm -hmm. It just hasn't been reported on as much as it should. And coming from the media business, this is one lesson that I've learned is that amazing, amazing things have happened through history. But if you don't have a, a source or a media or someone to tell the story, or if they're being blocked or censored in some way, how are you supposed to know? Right. So these right, kind of stories right. can sound so outlandish, but they have happened throughout time. Mm -hmm, we are just mm -hmm, now uncovering mm -hmm. what has happened. And, and now we have to use this information and apply it in our life. Right. And I also think about all the times in the Bible where Jesus would be like, go, your faith has healed you. Right. You didn't right. have to lay hands on anybody. Right. right? Mm -hmm. You know, yes. demons would, you know, run and flee away. and touch them, you know? <laughs> right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, and we're, we're going to start seeing this more and more. So, Great. yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to ask you guys, have you ever tried to either remotely heal yourself? Have you tried to do anything remotely? You know, you hear sometimes about this, you know, we're, we're all connected, right? But sometimes you hear like, you know, you, you kind of get this intuition or something's going to happen. You say a quick prayer or something like that. Have you ever had any, any kind of moment like that in your life? Or are you, have you heard any stories like that? So many. So many. <laughs> I, think, I think your point, Sunny, to, to your point that yeah. it's probably more the norm than it's not. I think so too. Mm -hmm. You know, I think so many people believe in the power of prayer and I know I do because prayer is a, a kind of that gratitude for the healing of someone, you know, and, mm -hmm. and if it's, if it's someone's time to go, it's someone's time to go. And I went through the passing of my mother a year ago and, and unfortunately it was her time. It, you know, apparently that's mm -hmm. what was happening because no matter what, there were so many people who were in prayer mode and in hands-on mode and in remote mode. And, you know, they were all mm -hmm. over the world mode. Um, and I would just say that it was her turn, right? Yep. But the beauty of what we can do, even in the transitions to help that process be even easier and more sophisticated and, and simple is so powerful. So, so I'll just say, yes, I've experienced remote healing for myself and I've seen it for others more than I have not seen it, if that makes sense. So I just wanted to, I wanted to comment on that. Remote I think it, oh, yeah, it, it absolutely works, but I think it goes back to our B word, which is belief, yes. right? You've got mm -hmm. to you believe go. that <laughs> yeah. this is going to work. 
Yep. Um, and your subconscious has to be on board too. <laughs> your subconscious, your, you know, mm -hmm. your cognitive state, everything has to be on board. And I think we can do amazing things with when that happens. Shay, do you have any thoughts or ideas on remote healing? Absolutely. So I actually do remote healing. I am a Reiki practitioner. I need and... to have a class with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's gone back thousands of years. And what I love that you did with the cards is that you were laying the hands on the card because that's literally what we do in Reiki. And what we learned is something that you can do from home is that for one, we're a catalyst, right? When we say that we're going to pray for someone, we are the catalyst, we are the vessel that God is working through. Yeah. And that's what Reiki really is, is that we become the vessel that God is working through. I am not the healer, God is the healer. I'm just, I'm just in the media, in the middle. Yeah. And what I love about who I trained with is that they said, if you have a stuffed animal and you're working with someone remotely, take that stuffed animal and put it, you know, put it on your lap and lay your hands on that stuffed animal where their, their challenge, their issue is in their body. Oh, yeah. Cool. So it, it kind of represents this other person. And I have worked with shamans. And when my brother passed away, she went in remotely and um, was before he had actually passed away, but she was able to go in and, and give me peace mm -hmm. that he was going to go. And yet his body, it was at peace and we knew where he was going. So um, I've experienced that both sides. That's awesome. Yeah. Betsy, anything well, you want to add? You know, I'm the amateur. So for all those that, that are viewing who are like, oh my gosh, these guys are so amazing. I'll be the amateur regular person. Um, <laughs> And I would say, though, I have enlisted a Reiki master, um, not you, Shay, but at my other friend, Krista. And during my mom's passing, I'd call her and go like, what does she need now? And she'd be like, she needs to say goodbye to her brother. And then I go, mom, your brother's on the phone. She'd say goodbye to her brother. What does she need now? You know, she's worried about your dad. Um, so I have experienced really, really functional coaching and advice from a Reiki master who did long distance healing. And currently in my um, dad's situation, I have just thrown out, you know, all the stops of remote healing and really just um, like you talked about with your brother, the belief from my dad that his journey is going to be okay. Yeah. And that I know yeah. on a spiritual basis, my mom has him. My Reiki master said she's got his both hands, but on a physical mm -hmm. plane, he still has questions and, you know, very human, human fears in his belief system. So sure. amen, amen, and hallelujah to all of the above. Yeah. Thank goodness yeah. for remote healing, right? Yeah. And, and, and yes. I just think about all the cool things that we can do. We just have to, again, it goes back to that belief that this is real. This is not hocus pocus magic. This is how God right. designed us mm -hmm. <laughs> to be able to help yeah. one another, right? We love God. We love others, right? Ooh. That's what mm -hmm. we're supposed to be doing. So yeah. Wonderful stories. Thank you, ladies. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We've done our B and our R. We're going to come back with our A word in just a bit. Yay. Bye. Hello, and welcome to United Network News. I'm Sunny Galt. Now let's check in with our ground command, Kimberly Gogan, from the office of The Guardian. And she has her whiteboard. Hi, Kim. I do.
Remember, if it's going to be, it's up to me. It's up to all of us to come together. I'm Sunny Gaunt. Join us Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for The Real News. And we're back. It's time for us to do our A word. Here it comes. I know it's coming. I have remote. That's for anticipation. There we go. Anticipation of our A word. Okay, so we're talking about healing. I did a little research about the industry. 31% of Americans believe in aromatherapy. It's the essential oil industry. Um, and it's really growing amongst women and millennials is where the growth is. And globally in 2022, it's a $22 billion industry. Wow. So it is big. Uh, just so you know, the top scent in the industry is yeah. lavender, followed by peppermint, mm -hmm. lemon, frankincense, tea tree, and uh, many of the uh, many other oils that many of you <laughs> use, uh, all of the above. So I... Um, I <laughs> The interesting thing about the aromatherapy, a word, uh, industry is it's used not only by people, your personal use, but of course it's used in spas and now hospitals and clinics, which is great to see that that kind of holistic approach to healing is coming over to many, many different places. So mm. I thought I would, um, do a little show and tell now your essential oils can be delivered in many ways for some of you, like me, you might have the roller how convenient oh, yeah. is that? And just for just by personal experiences on the back of the neck is a great place for essential oils and professionals like Shay, who's nodding, probably know why the back end of the neck has the exact right place for your uh, frankincense, which you might've heard of in a Christmas story, gold, frankincense, <laughs> and myrrh. So this one's been around a while, this frankincense. I don't think Jesus had it in the roller. The roller. <laughs> we don't know. Good invented. Maybe. Specified. The mean. old days of frankincense. Okay. As you said, lavender is the number one Ooh. scent. And I don't know about you, but I have got lavender spray from my pillow. I've got mm -hmm. the lavender I put on my temples. This is like a how do how to now segment now. It's a hands-on because I'm gonna roll <laughs> all kinds of stuff on me in the next minute. Okay, lavender, top scent. Okay, what else you're saying? Well, for me, if you know anything about me, not like in nature, I don't like bugs. So oh, I have essential oil. This one happens to be um, one of the brands called Terra Shield, but I use all kinds of anti-bug essential oils. And yeah. that's very important in my new hometown of New Smyrna, where the summer I know will be the no see which means mm -hmm. the little bugs that are so small, no one sees them. That's the name, <laughs> the no see -ems. And you guys think I'm making it's that real. up, my parents live in it's Florida. True. It's Those true. Those no see are a thing, and I'm so real, and they're after me. Okay, wait, there's more. Then there's for healing. Well, what about tea tree oil? Very, yes. very good. If you have a cut mm -hmm. and healing again, very old um, plant-based oil, but then there's things for very tactical reasons like breathe. And I tell you, I have not taken decongestant for the last 15 years because I just use this mm -hmm. breathe essential oil, also peppermint, et cetera, under here in my sinuses, it keeps me wide open for headaches. I now use peppermint oil. It's really changed my life. And then I think it's really fun that, uh, essential oils can be in a diffuser. You can mm -hmm. have them in a roll on, you can put them in your water, the lemon oil in your water, or sometimes they actually even put them in a different, like, uh, some kind of a base. So it's almost like a chapstick 
kind of consistency. So there's all kinds of things you can do with essential oils. And I think they've really changed my life. I'm not kidding for the last 15 years, I've gotten off of most over-the-counter medicines simply by using oils and especially with headaches. I've really had a lot of luck with that peppermint oil blend. You know, I travel with it um, because I always got to have my anti-bug oil. And then I like to have my breathe and I like to have my anti-headache oil. So uh, ladies, are you one of the 31% in America that believe in oils? And how do you use essential oils for your healing? I'm going to go over to Sunny because she's um, she is yeah. yelling amen on this one. <laughs> I am. And, but I haven't been doing it for 15 years. In fact, it's only been like maybe two years oh, since you're I new. got into it. Okay. I, I'm new, but I jumped in you know, into the deep end. I was like, once I figured out what was going on, I was like, okay, because my whole thing was I wanted to get off of like, you know, regular kind of Western medicine as much as possible. Right. So for me, I've never been like, I've never, I may be on a, like a, a, a prescription for a short amount of time if I had something going on, but I've never been on like consistent medication, but even things for like headaches and stuff. I was like, eh, I don't think I want that kind of stuff in my body anymore. And also with kids, True essential oils, and you do have to be careful because some if you just go on Amazon and do essential oils, eh, I don't know if I would really do that, right? So you need to go with some reputable brands. But it's amazing for for kids and for babies and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, the, these are all natural ingredients, right? Mm-hmm. And I just love it. So I tried some of the roll-ons. I haven't quite gotten into that. <laughs> I passed them down to my kids. I don't think they ever touched them, but in almost every room of our house, we have the diffusers yeah. and I make sure that they're going pretty much constantly. I always set it right before I go to bed. I've got one right on my nightstand. Um, and as far as, you know, the fragrances and, you know, different kinds, you stole my thunder, Betsy, because pretty much all the ones I was going to show you already did. <laughs> well, okay. go ahead. All right. All right. My lavender, my lavender. There you and, go. And peppermint. So I mix these together a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will put some fractionated coconut oil and I'll mix it together. So it's not just because this can be, especially the peppermint can be pretty harsh yes. on your skin. So I'll mix it in with some fractionated coconut oil and then I'll put it on the back of my neck. I, I rub my kids' feet at night. That's one of the ways I get them to go to sleep. Yeah. Um, you know, the lavender is really good for uh, helping people sleep. And then the peppermint, you know, it's just a really good mixture. But the peppermint is great for headaches. So this is my go-to. And a lot of times I will just directly apply it um, in, in different places. I've done behind the ear. I've done my forehead. Believe it or not, we could probably do a whole episode on the benefits of really targeting your feet when you're trying to mm-hmm. help the rest of your body. Yes. Because Absolutely. there are different points in your yeah. feet that relate to, to your else. different body parts. It's amazing, yep. Yep. right? So Reflexology, yes. Yes, doing this and putting it on your feet at night will help you immensely. So those are my go-tos. And I, the only thing I, I wanted to mention is that there is this book Okay, it's called Healing Oils of the Bible that I think all of you ladies would really, really like. Um, But this goes through various essential oils. And to your point, Betsy, just like frankincense, where have I heard that before? Oh, yeah, it was brought to Jesus as a present as a baby. Where's my frankincense? Yeah, it's very good for you. Exactly. And so there's like, this is a really good resource book if you want to look up specific essential oils. But it talks about how, because these are 100% natural, like this is God's medicine, you guys, truly. 
this is like plant-based, you know, you know, it even says there's a chapter, chapter one, God, the first aromatherapist. <laughs> there you go. So <laughs> I recommend this book if you guys want to check out and learn more about essential oils. Awesome. See, I went to the right Love person it. to begin with the show until good job, Sunny. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go to Lindsay, you essential oils. Oh man. Okay. Essential oils and me, we are hand in hand. We are simpatico. I have been using essential oils for a very long time. And I, rather than going down all the, the smells, one of the things that I, I've really noticed is that our bodies, this full immersion suit that we're in on planet earth, it, it heals because we have the senses that we have both, you know, olfactory smell, taste, touch, all the things that really allow this body to heal, we were designed to have these senses that make that work. What I love about essential oils, and I'm just going to digress a teeny bit, is the oils. And I have found magical healing powers in castor oil, mm -hmm. coconut oil, <laughs> olive oil. And you can talk to any Italian on the planet about nature's absolute <laughs> best sunscreen is to rub olive oil on your body. It's, it is a natural disinfectant. It's a natural sun blocker. It's unbelievable. So I just wanted to, I know who knew. So what I love is that we have been given a lot of these um, medicinal healing apparatus. And if we take advantage of them, it's amazing what can happen. I, I I've been using oils a long time and my feet are happy, Sunny. Absolutely. <laughs> Starting at the bottom. Okay, you're a professional healer. Let's hear happy from you. Well, that's the funny part. Oils are, some of them are not my friend. So I'm allergic to lavender and eucalyptus. Oh. However, oh, yeah, yeah, which are like the major two, right? Right. But yeah. peppermint, I, I use um, tea tree. I used, especially in when I was in the salon, that was healing lots of dandruff, scalp issues, eczema, things like that. But the reason, Betsy, you mentioned about putting it on the back of your neck is because there's pulse points like on your wrist, on the back of your neck, on your clavicle bone as well that really help uh, release, uh, like a time release kind of a thing. So it's an ongoing thing. So I love that you mentioned the pulse points, but yeah, okay. uh, just a few essentials, but I I love the ones that work for me and the other ones I stay clear of and please don't throw it on me. There you go, there you go. Just like <laughs> little nature, I know. Well, right. again, my right. A word today was aromatherapy because I do think it's something that even amateur healers can mm -hmm. do. Uh, to make your world a better place. We're done with the A. I'm going to pass it over to Shay. Woo! <laughs> well, I am so excited to have the woman of wonder this time. And speaking of healing, I immediately thought of my sister friend who is Leah Vanderlinden. She has overcome many obstacles in her own life, which has led her to her own personal healing journey. And now she is a healing facilitator in Reiki. She does inner child work. She does breath work, intuitive healings and readings and crystal work and so much more. Shadow work. We mentioned that a little bit earlier. So many things. And um, so I can't wait to you guys to meet her. So here's the interview. 
Welcome to the Woman of Wonder segment on Underwired, and our theme for today is healing. And I am honored to be joined by my sister friend who has done so much healing herself, still is in the healing process, and she is a healer. So Leah Vanderlinden, thank you so much for being here and share with us what you believe to be the three most important things of, of healing. Mm. Thank you for having me, and especially for letting me be a part of such a big topic. Mm. So I would say for my life personally, what's helped me the most is so much of my life, I thought there was so many parts of me that were broken, that weren't enough, that needed fixing. And I constantly every day was trying to fix me, fix me, fix me. But what I learned along the way is what I really needed to fix was the approaches that I was doing. Mm. Instead of just thinking that I needed to fix me. I was out of thin air expecting myself to know how to be a good mother, mm. to know how to be a good lover, to know how to be a great employee, how to manage stress, how to do all these things, even though I wasn't taught them. And then beating myself up because I didn't know how to do these things. Yes. So instead of always looking for these broken parts of me, I just started educating myself in those areas and then found out how to change the approaches instead of always changing me. Mm. And that's when my life started making more sense. So it's really trying to find out where in your life do you wish to change and then getting the tools to help you do that, getting the teachers, getting the therapist, getting the books, but actually applying those approaches and changing those things in your life. And then all the things you're wanting to change will start changing. Mm, I love that. Changing the approaches because we're not broken. We're not. Yeah. We don't constantly need fixing, but right. some of the things, some of the approaches in our life do. Yeah. And something that. isn't working in your life, go find the teacher you never had. Go find the mother you never had in those areas, the father you never had in those areas, and learn those tools and then apply them to your life and see how much better you, you feel after. Mm. The second one is that your healing is your choice, your responsibility. And depression, as hard as this is, yes, some things we can't, you know, we can't control a lot of it is genetics, but staying in it yeah. and living in it is a choice. Mm. And sometimes one of the most important things you could do is choose to get up, yes. choose to brush your teeth, choose to get out of the house, choose to be around other people. So um, healing for me is choosing another emotion, choosing another approach. And so what I do is each day I find a way to choose joy. Mm, so joy for yeah. me might be singing. It might be laughter. It might be going on a walk, hanging out with friends, but it's choosing joy and going after that. And that also helps me choose healing. So it's um, going, getting up each day, you know, and making the conscious choice of how can I feel more joy today instead of feeling more fear, mm -hmm. more depression, more hopelessness. Um, and the last but not least would be, um, you know, be the person that you have. I know that's such a cliche answer, but be the person that you have always craved to come in and save you. Mm -hmm. So if you've always craved yeah. someone to come and love you and accept you for all you are, or someone to come in and show you consistency and that you're worthy of showing up for, you know, chances are those are the things that your inner child and the little parts of you are craving more than anything. So mm -hmm. be those things to you 
so that when somebody does show up like that in your life, you can actually appreciate them, know how to be able to um, accept them and have the tools to be able to keep that relationship healthy. Mm, I love this. Be the love you've always craved Mm -hmm. and take responsibility. You're the only one responsible. So uh, this is why I asked you here. You're brilliant and I love you dearly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Aww. Wow. Isn't she, isn't what a she love. amazing. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. very lit up too. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And you know, what comes to mind when she was speaking is something that I've always said, and it is a cliche too, but it's about how, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And when the teacher is ready, the student appears. And because I've known her for years, I literally have seen that happen, not just with her life, but with my own life. And with, I, pretty much believe in every other healers. So I'm just curious of all the the things that she said, the three things were just so profound and like spot on. What was your biggest takeaway from what she said? So Sunny, I'll start with you. I loved it when she said healing is a choice, because I think if you would ask most people that need to be healed, they'd be like, it's not a choice. I I want to be healed. You know what I'm saying? But again, there's these things that block us from being able mm-hmm. to be healed. If, if that's indeed, you know, what needs to happen is a healing versus moving on. Um, and so I think that that's an important thing to, to recognize every day. Like, she, like she said, she gets up and she's very intentful about, I'm going to make the choice today that I am going to be healthy, that I'm going to heal myself. Uh, loving kind words are going to come out of my mouth. I'm not going to be fearful. Um, so I think that that was really powerful. I think a lot of people would you know, think that healing comes from something else and it it can't, you know, be something that you instigated. Like it really does start with Mm -hmm. you. Even, you know, if God's ready to heal you or, you know, someone else wants to help with healing energy, if you're blocking it, ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. Right. Right. Being compassionate with yourself is number one. I love that. Yeah. 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 Betsy, what about you? What was your biggest takeaway? Well, I, I suffer from chronic not enoughness. Mm. and a lot of people I know too, you know, and, and yeah, yeah, it's really easy to say, oh, it's society, but it's, it's still in my head. You know, I I had a mom that wanted the best for me. And then she would say like, oh, I wish you were thin, you know, Mm. and she didn't mean to be mean. It wasn't, she wasn't trying to say, oh, you're just fat. But in my head, I heard you're not enough. You're, you're not enough in a beauty category, you know, and I'd be like, yeah, but I'm smart. I'm really smart. So I'd overcompensate by doing more and getting more awards and running everything and, you know, do, do, do to prove to myself that I, I could get away from not enough beauty. Um, And I think I really related what she said, you know, who taught you, you know, how to run uh, underwired, who taught you how to be an entrepreneur, (laughs) who taught you, Sunny has been helping in podcasts with me for a long time, but you know, who teaches you how to be you and to deal with yeah. what God, as we've talked about so many times, the gifts and the opportunities God has given us. So I, I really loved that. Uh, she acknowledged something that I think is, is something that's chronic in our world. Mm-hmm. Well, I love that you are enough because you are not broken. And that's the right. thing that I love that she's mentioned. Yes. So that's great, Betsy. Lindsay, how about yourself? 
I really liked her um, find a new approach. And I think that that's mm. really similar to find a new belief. You know, if, if yeah. what you've been doing, what's the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over expecting different mm -hmm. results, right? So if you want a different result, yeah. you need a new approach. And a lot of times that new approach can also be a new belief, a new way of looking at it, a new way of thinking, whatever it is. That's what I really, I grabbed a hold of that and thought, yep, indeed, that has really worked for me in my life for sure. So, well, and sometimes we try something and we think, oh, this is it. This is going to do exactly what I want it to do. And then get so upset when it doesn't work. Yeah. It's like, okay, try something else. Try again, try something, something new. new. There's so yeah. much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I love that she said that too, the new approach, because I think when we go about, especially healing, mm -hmm. when we go with a mindset of curiosity mm -hmm. and really like what would work for me, what might work for right. me rather than this is going to do it. I yep. think there's a completely different mindset, which goes back to the belief system, what we started yep. with. Yeah. There you go. Yep. We're yeah. back, yeah. back around. Yep. Back around. around. She's awesome. Back around. Full circle. <laughs> Full <Love> circle. <laughs> well, we're Well, it has come to that time. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be sharing the mailbag and much more. This is Real Talk. We discuss important issues impacting our world and how we as humanity can come together, overcome our obstacles and move forward towards a bright and beautiful future. Hey everybody, welcome back to Underwired. So glad you're hanging out with us today. We are learning, I don't know about you guys, but I'm learning a lot today. We all brought something yes. a little bit different and we're learning and we're growing and talking all about healing. So this is a great episode. And I have the pleasure of doing our outside the box segment, which is going to continue on this whole idea of healing. So an outside the box, I can't think of anything bigger of outside the box than God. We have talked about God or source, whatever you call God a lot today. And that is because God is the source of all healing, right? And everything goes back to that. Now, have you ever heard of something called the God particle? So that's what our outside the box segment is. Did you know you can actually see God or the God particle? And in our outside the box segment, I'm going to share with you my personal experience with this. And I'm going to show you how you can see this for yourself. So roll that beautiful bean footage. Hey, everybody, and welcome to my backyard in California. Today, I wanted to get outside the box and talk to you about something that is very outside the box, and that is God, or the God particle. Now, if you're like me, you were brought up in a church environment where the idea of God is very, very different than what I'm gonna talk about today, right? Sometimes we picture God as being this genie or this grandfather in the sky that's watching us and we give him very human characteristics like I did right there, right? Him, <laughs> very human characteristics. When really God is an energy and God is you and God is me. And what I wanna share with you today is my experience in seeing God for the first time face to face. 
so to speak. And then I also want to go through a little exercise so you can experience this for yourself. Because when we think about healing, there is no greater healer than God, than the universe. Um, and we have the ability to heal ourselves by drawing on those gifts that God, the universe, has given us. So first of all, let me tell you about the story. Okay, so uh, I live in California. My husband and I, we were at the beach and I happened to fall asleep and I was kind of like under this umbrella, but my feet were like sticking in the sand, which if you don't know, that's really good. It's kind of like walking on the grass. It's just, it grounds you and connects you with the earth and makes you feel incredible. So I always stick my feet in the sand when we go to the beach and I fell asleep. I had my sunglasses on and I fell asleep just relaxing on my back, just, you know, kind of chilling. And when I woke up, I can't remember what woke me up, probably my kids or something like that. But when I woke up, I was looking up at the sky and it looks very similar to today. It was like bright blue. I was looking up at the sky and it looked like someone had taken a fistful of like gold glitter or silver glitter and just threw it up in the air because everywhere I looked, it was there were sparkles everywhere. And I knew instantly that that was God because the God particle is everywhere. And usually in our day-to-day -day lives, we get so busy with just life <laughs> and living that we forget, like we don't stand still, right? So one of the things that I like to do, and I wanna encourage you with this today, is to find a space, and for me, this is in my backyard. So I will come out here throughout the day and I'll look up into the sky, which is this beautiful blue color today. And I don't really focus on anything. I almost start to just daydream. And sometimes like I'll do a quick meditation or prayer beforehand and I'll just calm myself, right? So maybe I'll close my eyes, breathe in, breathe out, listen to the airplane. <laughs> And then when I open my eyes, I look up into the sky and I'm not trying to look at anything in particular. I'm just letting my eyes, it's like when you daydream, right? You know how you're not really looking at anything. You're just kind of like letting yourself go. So I'm going to do this now. And I can see the God particle. So what I see is I'm kind of staring into the distance and all around me are little flashes of light or glitter. And like I said, don't try to look at anything in particular. Don't try to like narrow your focus on something, just kind of stare. And the more you practice this, and it may take you a while in the beginning to do it. But like I said, with me, I, I was sleeping and then I woke up and then boom, it was just everywhere, right? So I haven't had that experience again, but that was kind of a really nice way for me to know how to do it and like how to get into the whole process. But now I just come out here during the day and it's helpful if it is kind of sunny out, but you don't want to look right into the sun, right? That's not very comfortable. So right now I'm in the shade and I see like all these little sparkles everywhere. And that, my friends, is the God particle. So if you haven't seen that before, I would encourage you to do that. Just still your mind, take a few deep breaths, open your eyes, and just be. And I promise you'll see. 
Wow. wow I'm taking notes. <laughs> I'm going to leave the show real quick and go try it. <laughs> I right? was like, shocked. she did what? <laughs> I know. Okay. So I recommend wow. that if you can spend some, take off your shoes, just really get into, you know, the energy of the earth and all of that. Cause I'm, I'm a hundred percent convinced that the reason I saw it like so vividly the first time is because I probably spent 30 minutes with my feet in the sand, reconnecting and grounding myself unintentionally. And sometimes it can help in the beginning if you have sunglasses on, because for some reason it, it just kind of pops a little bit more. And then after you have one of those experiences, then you know what to look for. And now if uh, pretty much anytime I go outside, it is helpful if the sun is out in some capacity, but I can look up outside and I'll see, you know, within a, you know, 10 seconds or so I'll, I'll see it. And it's just a helpful reminder that, that God's there, you know, God's never going to leave us. We're not, we can't be separated from God. God is energy. God is life. And if you're living, boom, <laughs> you're full of God. Okay. Can't even help it, but it's helpful to have that visual reminder too. So try it, you guys, let me know how it goes. Post in the comments and let, let us know how, what kind of yeah, connection. I'm going to be the first. I, can you guys hurry up? Do I have to do my next segment? <laughs> I, I'd like to go to my backyard now. So in my backyard, I have plastic grass because um, in Colorado, we have shade and nothing would grow. So my husband got plastro turf. So do you think if I say a special prayer and say, please go beneath the plastro turf? Betsy, sod, I have the same thing in my backyard. We do the same thing in California. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, fake grass, still fake works. grass works too. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's about intent too. That's why I said like, say a prayer, meditate a little bit, mm -hmm. breathe. We talked about breathing earlier and how important that is. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and believe again, believe that you're going to see it because it's there. It's always been there. But like I said, we get so busy who, who, okay, this is what we're doing. No, 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 no. Right. That's what we're doing. All right. Day long. We are not looking up in the sky. So when you do that, it, it, it might feel a little weird at first because it's like, what am I supposed to be looking at? But like I said, don't look at anything in particular, just daydream. Yeah. And eventually you'll see it. I have a question, Sunny. Yeah. My question is, is you know that place in time where you're just about to fall asleep, actually, and mm. you close your eyes. And I find this is true. I, especially when it's still light out. So yeah. like you were saying, right. And you can kind of see that I call it the static screen, right? <laughs> yes. And yes. you can kind of see mm. those little flashes of light. It, would you say that that's a, the same thing? Yeah. Yep. Same I've thing really too. experienced that a lot lately. I'm, I'm in the Pacific Northwest and it's, you know, it stays light, late. So, <laughs> so going to bed at nine o'clock, which is my general bedtime, it's still light outside. And I've been yes. noticing that it's happening even more because I'm here. So that's yep. cool. Yeah. I, I had that experience too, because, you know, I would close my eyes and be just kind of testing it out to see. And I experienced that same thing. So that's funny that you mentioned that. That's, that's nice. a really good point. Cool. Nice. Well, I'm excited to try this, take a nap after this, go outside, look at the sky, <laughs> get grounded. <laughs> I might just have a pocket full of glitter just to throw up. Just to be like, I found it. I hey, that's right. Honestly, Bring some glitter just in case you, you don't see it at first. Right, right. I'm like, I'll pretend. Yes, I believe. I believe. I believe. Honestly, I believe. Hallelujah. I believe. Honestly, right. Oh but honestly, God. as you were talking, I had chills 
So for me, mm-hmm. that is a huge indication when something is really true God is folks. when I have those chills. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. know what you're speaking is truth. So um, yeah, I can't wait to try it out. Thank you, Sunny. This this was a great episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. So many nuggets. We're having a I feel healed. <laughs> if you're gonna do the glitter get the edible glitter right because now there's Ooh, edible glitter, yeah, so there you go. Ooh, yeah. the beach, you know do a favor to all the pelicans and everybody else that's, yeah. you know, oh that's right you don't want to hurt the animals you don't want to have real yeah. glitter you know no but turtles with glitter edible glitter i think will just dissolve in the water <laughs> and you can get the god and the glitter two g glitter god and glitter that's all right guys glitter that's awesome. Thank you. So I'm going to toss this over. Betsy, you've got our comments from our listeners today. We got the mailbag, ladies, and I'm going to host the mailbag segment today. Okay, let's have question or comment number one. Great job, ladies. I'm determined to be brave, respectful, and willing to adjust. Lots of love. Funny, funny, and really inspiring, especially that comment Betsy did about the dog. Well done. <laughs> Lisa. Sorry, I was referring to a previous show. I was having a flashback to a previous show about dogs and happiness. Um, You know, we love to hear from you on Telegram. uh, And we just love that you're watching. I mean, the whole, we got together to do this for fun and we just did it to uplift and inspire each other. And then from that, we're so happy to partner with UNN, who job in this world is to bring the truth forward and to bring real people like us that just want to serve and and just uh, expose uh, good things to you in the world. And also sometimes expose the shorts under Lindsay's sparkle skirt. But that was from a different episode on travel apparel. But we do talk about exposing things in this show um, as part of it. So we love your comments. Please oh send gosh. them in. Thank you. We love that one. Let's see what the next one is. Let's get some uh, scandalous comment. Okay. How do you follow your heart and do what makes your heart sing? Even when there are mm-hmm. logical reasons why you should not fulfill your life's purpose. I was thinking that said logistical reasons, logical reasons why you should not fulfill your life's mm. purpose from Jenny. Mm. Okay. Well, first mm. I want to know who defines the logical reasons, which yeah. is my first question, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go to um, Lindsay. What would you tell our dear daughter friend, Jenny? I, you know, that's a, a really good question, Jenny. And the hardest part about following your bliss, passion, purpose, all of that following requires you to stay true to you. Mm -hmm. And I'm pointing at myself because everyone will have an opinion, especially if they thought that you were supposed to be someone else in their life. If they grew up with you, then you're always going to be that person. If they were at a job, a particular job with you, then they're always expecting you to fulfill that role as that person. So when you follow your heart, it requires you to trust your own intuition, your own knowing, your own Mm. connection to the greater good. And there is no silver bullet on that one. And I know that all of these four ladies in the four boxes in front of you, we've all been through our own versions of disruption in our lives. When someone or something around us who was very near and dear to us, perhaps did not agree with our choices to follow our heart. So while it's challenging and it's not without, you know, I say that consciousness is not for sissies. That's the same as following your purpose. (laughs) 
there you, <laughs> you go. have to be willing yeah, to be strong. Yeah. And so we appreciate the comment that you also said you're willing to be strong. So yeah. go girl. Yeah, there you That's go. That's what we're here for too. Yeah. Shay, mm -hmm. what do you think? Uh, I was going to say, please let me jump in on this. So first of all, as a someone who coaches in fear, when we are in our head, most of the time we are in fear. And when you're listening to other people's opinions, those other people's opinions is from their fear. So following your heart is exactly what Lindsay said. It's about the trust, but it's also about the surrender. Mm -hmm. And there is so, it's hard work. It is truly hard work, especially if you are independent. I mean, I've been a independent person my whole life. So be able to trust and surrender is brutal. And yet, that's when the goodness and the ooey gooey comes in from the heart instead of the fear that comes from the amygdala literally in the brain. So great question. I'm so glad that you asked. All right. And Sunny? Yeah, I would just say trust the journey that you're on because we're going to have struggles, you know, and people are going to say you shouldn't do that or you shouldn't, you know, that's stupid or whatever. Why are you doing this? And if you know that that is your purpose, then a, keep at it, but B, know that there's a reason that you have this opposition in your life right now, because our whole purpose here is to grow and to learn. Yeah. And so maybe that is exactly what you need to get you to the next level of whatever that is. Just don't lose sight of what you know to be true. Everything is about timing and growing and learning and, and trust the process, but don't let go of what you know. There I just have go. to add one more quick thing. I also found it very helpful during those times where it was going to be, I knew it was heading into a really big change, like divorce, mm -hmm. been through it. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, big changes require you to find what I call the president of your fan club. Mm -hmm. So who is it that you really trust to hold your heart and what is important to you near and dear to them so that the big shift can come about and you you have something to hang on to just a little bit not in a codependent kind of way but just in a you know <laughs> some way that you can feel grounded or someone who does believe in the power of your purpose and passion because there will be many who won't like it yeah. There you go. Well, this has been an entire therapy class. Thank you for your question. It's really helped me. Feeling. I, I, mean, feeling. I, I think you were yes. saying what I was all about. Let's see what the third mailbag question is. Love the energy of this group. Mm. The guys need an all guy show that would discuss dad topics and guy issues. I love all the new programs. And then we're talking about you on you and, and thank you, Teresa. Well, yeah. you know, I, for it, for me, I feel great about experiences that I've experienced in my own life, sharing with other people who are interested in what's happening in their lives. I don't really feel like I exclude because I think love and fear and belief and all the things we talk about are very, uh, they're, they're human conditions. They're not one way, but um, I've always played with girls and uh, done programs for girls from my own comfort zone of sharing my experience as a woman. What do you guys say? Do you have uh, extra time to figure out what these boys need? 
I don't know. We'd have Maybe to ask have our husbands and boyfriends oh. and stuff get on the show. Absolutely. Uh, my husband my would hurt me if I did that. Such a good, yeah, my son would be such a good person yeah. for that kind of a there conversation. There you go. He's yes. 24 and he's a psychology major, you know, studying to become a psychiatrist. And he <laughs> loves talking about what's affecting millennial and Gen Z boys. Well, wow. Sounds like an outside oh, the box wow. segment to me outside right there. I'm going to talk to him. That yeah. would be fun. I love the question. And we, I agree with Betsy. I think this show is also for men. Let's bring it on because truth is if men understand women even better, it helps them along their trail as well. So yeah. this show is for everybody and we really feel that way. And, and I think we will start interview, interviewing even more men. We might have a new segment. Who knows people? Let's see. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to touch that. Uh, Shay, you Dude, are the awesome. Shay is our re resident coach of many men professional here. She even has men, 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 men programs. So Shay, yes, do. what do you think? <laughs> well, I say, yes, let's have a show about men. And of course, you know, my personal side said, let's do one with single men, you know, for my own favor. <laughs> but <laughs> that's a whole nother, that was a whole nother comment on a different show. But I think it's awesome that we include men in this. But again, I also go with what everyone else has said. Everything we do is inclusive and including men, including people from all walks of life, um, whether they are believers in what we call God or not, we're still including them in the conversation and, you know, show it to a man in your life, one of our shows and see what he thinks. And then maybe he can join the underwired. And we have a conversation about it in the underwired group. And then we go from there. Love so it. who knows? Maybe we'll do more uh, men's segments in the future. Yeah. Sunny. I have this think? segment name, delightful, awesome dude segment, dad. <laughs> oh, that's oh, a delightful, awesome that. dude. Dad. Okay. Okay. No, you guys are fine. I mean, I agree with everything you said. I think this is a show for all people. And I know sometimes people say that like, oh, everyone's going to love this show. But the stuff that we talk about is very relatable. Mm -hmm. And like you guys have already said, it doesn't matter, you know, what your gender is. You're going to pick up something from this and you're going to get to know probably, you know, the, the perspectives we bring, we're all women. So yes, it's going to have a women's slant no matter what. Um, but we're here for everybody, truly, because everybody needs, all of humanity needs to hear, and we need to be more open about these topics that we're talking about. And and really, this show is just to get the conversation going. You know, we're encouraging guys, hey, get on, you know, Telegram, and let's continue this conversation, because we only have so much in a given episode. Um, but I guess I can kind of, you know, tease this. Our goal is to make this a live show where there's a lot more interaction with you guys. And yes. we welcome all the men too, to come yes. and give us come your on, perspective on everything you're talking about yeah. and working into the show. Absolutely. That's right. And we have, you know, a resident men, 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 men coach on this show with Shay. And plus we could take care of some dating needs for a couple of uh, people here on this show. And that would really be a good use yeah, of time. Uh, so, you know, not to mention any names, Lindsay and Shay. Uh, so, uh, well, as you can see, we love answering your mailbag questions. We are open to ideas. And the way you get a hold of us is through Telegram. Hey, hey, yeah, come on and 
and join us, please jump on the Telegram channel at Underwired Live. We seriously would love to talk to you all. And so send us some comments, send us some topics, things that you'd love to hear us uh, share or talk about. We're here for you. We want to uplift and support humanity. And that's what we're all about. And by the way, the four of us have been doing that since we were seven years old just so you know. So we have a lot of combined experience and it's a lot of fun. So join us on Telegram, send us your questions. And if you do, and we choose one of your questions and we answer it on the show, we're going to send you, what is it, Shay? What's in your hand? Ooh. A magic kindness coin. Because you are one of a kindness and we have a kindness club called the one of a kindness club. And we'd love to have you join us in spreading more kindness throughout the world. And these coins were created just so that we could thank people and have, give back some kindness in the world. So thank you for showing that off, Shay. <laughs> and me. I was doing and it too. Sunny. And Sunny. Yes. Kind of doing my ever so casual passing it off to Shay. Because remember, <laughs> she was supposed to interrupt me. <laughs> Oh, she did interrupt. Okay. I was so engulfed in being Vanna. I, I forgot know. to interrupt. Take it away, Shay. We have had an awesome, awesome healing conversation, which, you know, at first we thought oh, this might go a different way. We might be in tears and that's okay if we, you did, and it's okay if we did, and you might not know that, but we have talked about being blissful and having remote healing and aromatherapy and this and amazing people that we've highlighted. So we can't wait to see you next time. So stay tuned. I just want to love you. I just want to love you.